0: Bobby. <laughs> get,
1: get your ass in the damn ring, Bobby. 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 Propane. Okay, so here's the Guns N' Roses car. Oh, wait a minute. Oh,
0: oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> it's
1: going off the rails. It did go off the rails. Uh What the fuck, did we get beat by a Willy Wonka car?
0: We got beat by Monster Energy? Damn it.
1: Wow. Menards beat us? Really, <laughs> Menards? <laughs> <laughs> what in the, fuck the fuck is a Menard? That's a, again, clusterfuck a, a clusterfuck crash. It's a clusterfuck NASCAR crash. Full of savings yep. down here at Menards.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, everyone divert. And
1: then it's on. Yeah, it didn't take much
0: yeah you're right it didn't Tyler take much
1: having trouble holding on to it and as soon as that four well that off, was an embarrassing quarter, fucking way for that just, to go Fortunately, turned him right into the 12. Let's let me ask you something to. would it have been would would, would would you rather them win or like it at least caught on fire when it crashed
0: i want to see some fire man
1: yeah me too i think it would have been better if it at least caught on fire if we're gonna go down we need to go down to blaze of glory not this Jones. forgettable
0: Chase Elliott, Daniel Steele. I've had That's worse wrecks I'm than that
1: with Rick Dunsford driving.
0: Yeah, you got to go like Ricky bobby style and just run over your car and think you're on fire but you're not, you know.
1: Yeah, well, we're going to talk about the Daytona 500, the uh, NASCAR incident and I don't know, a lot more bullshit from this band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got a lot to do. We got a lot to talk about today cuz today is uh it's uh getting the fucking ring.
0: In the ring, motherfucker. Let's hit that intro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Episode 20, 209. Yeah, 209, 209 of Guns of Radio, and we are getting in the ring this week. Uh, it's our song, uh, for this episode for this week here on Guns of Radio. We're gonna get to that later on in the show. Um, and we have a bit but, of, a, of a fight theme going on later yeah, on, but
1: we 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 do, we got some, we got plenty of stuff to talk about in this episode, so let, but let's start off with the the pressing issue. Yeah. Oh the the the, the Daytona five hundred. So Guns N' Roses gets a car, sponsors mm-hmm. a car in the Daytona five hundred, which is probably the redneck equivalent of an ad at the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so they probably spent all of a thousand dollars on this. Um now Franz pointed something out to us. He was yeah. actually watching um uh the redneck circle jerk and I chose not to uh yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> so they aired. Jerk. that's pre this is the thing now in all seriousness this is probably a pretty expensive project you mm. you out of the blue Guns and Roses gets a car mm-hmm. why or not we don't know there's no no yeah. album coming for sure Mm-hmm. There's there's no tour announced. There's rumors of a tour from us deep within the community, but to the outside world, no. Yeah. It's like, oh hey, it says Guns N Roses. Well then during the game, they aired a commercial with a world tour coming soon. Go yeah. to GunsNRoses.com let's show that video real quick first off before i shit all, right. all over this let me let's let's look at the video that franz made because this is hilarious His editing on it
0: yeah let me, sorry, let me lower the volume on it here we go this summer they are coming back you know where you are for you You're in the jungle, baby. guns and roses live awesome. world tour 2023 oh, no, no.
1: And it's a cool ad. Guns and r- is, I, think, yeah. I think I saw a rake getting dragged away
0: in the <laughs> in
1: the crowd there. Gunsandroses.com for more
0: info. And then see. And then that's <laughs> what happens when you go to Gunsandroses.com. Dude, for nothing. real. Nothing. Because I even was like, oh, shit. So the, the tour announcement was true. And I went to check. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There's nothing there. There still is nothing there as we're recording this.
1: L-O-L-T-N-A.
0: Yeah, I was going to... use a lol TNA. Like, TNA didn't even advertise their fucking house shows. That's why, like, five people showed up.
1: <laughs> LOL, Team Brazil. It's
0: That's like, yeah, we have a hashtag. tour, but... We have a tour, but you're going to have to find the dates through um, Morse code and uh, some weird viral marketing campaign.
1: <laughs> I don't get it, man. You have one job. You, you manage one band.
0: The yeah. least
1: you could do, if you can't... You can at least get the tickets ready to be sold.
0: Yeah, or at least like in these in this day and age, you can just try on social media. It's like let's make an announcement about an announcement that's going to happen anyways. Everyone fucking does that now.
1: Yeah. Like, well, that could be the announcement for the announcement. When you go to gunsandroses.com, if if you're not able to sell tickets yet, you at least have a list of cities. Yeah. And then people can go in and get a reminder email sent. And that's a good way to build up a newsletter list and things yeah, like something. that to anything to drive my but they they don't have
0: a, <sighs> it's just dumb it's like if like if, if, okay, i didn't a, even graduate
1: here. marketing okay
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's not hard like you should have just said like you know stay tuned to whatever or social media or something for like announcement or like actually maybe announce the dates like the weekend of or something and then you can like or just like even throw off a list of like random cities, like people like, no, okay, they're coming here. And then we announce the dates of when we're coming to those cities or something, you know?
1: But I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen with this customer. Like, there's a lot of people watching right now that are probably drunk and mm-hmm. would have impulse bought tickets on their phone. Yeah. And like, so they're watching Dayton Phone, Oh, guys, we're going to go to Rose. Oh, look, they're in our city. You guys want to go? Let's all go, fuck it. Yeah, let's get tickets. Yeah, roses too. Let's get back to the game. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But now they're like, oh, I guess uh, you you can't buy them yet. They'll go on sale later. Okay, that, that, that'll be neat, and they'll never think of it again.
0: Yeah, literally. Or at least be like, you know, announce a pre-sale or something. Anything.
1: Yeah, they royally failed. All of that advertisement was a waste of fucking money.
0: Yeah, it was just like miscommunicated, obviously, because they made it seem like, oh, we already announced the tour. Oh, check out the cities and dates, whatever, you know. And then you, there's, like, like, the one show they announced for fucking London at the end of June. Like, it makes no sense.
1: It makes no sense because even you, like, you're born <laughs> into a family of entrepreneurs. hmm Like, you've got a little bit of that, surely, just defaulted, you know, in how you think. Yeah. So, of course, it makes sense to, and I flunked out of marketing, and it makes sense the fuck to me, but the difference is, is I wasn't a janitor turned goddamn marketing expert fucking manager for the biggest fucking band in the goddamn world.
0: Yeah, the last great arena band that's probably still around.
1: Because really, like, I mean... We got housekeepers and janitors running this motherfucker.
0: <laughs> you got assistants, assistants running this shit. Yeah. Isn't assistant I... to the assistant regional manager.
1: Assistant to the assistant. <laughs>
0: the <laughs> assistant
1: to point. the assistant to the manager. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like C tier shit. It's like not even C tier. C tier is like a compliment. It's like D tier bullshit. Like, why?
1: Because they don't I mean they don't know what they're doing in all fairness.
0: Yeah, it's just dumb. It's like, oh yeah, or or at least like let's say like check and roads.com for dates It'd be like world tour or, or you can be like anticipate the hype but, like dates coming soon or something, or like you know, at least say like we're doing like You said world tour. Okay, they're doing the whole friggin' world in a year? No, the world tours last like two, three years. So
1: I don't know. I thought it was a dumb waste of money.
0: Yeah. If you can't communicate the message properly, you shouldn't waste your money on shit like this. That's what I'd say.
1: And I don't even think that's us being cynical assholes. That's just us bringing a common sense
0: to the bullshit. It is common, like how things can get easily, like sort of misinterpreted, uh, manipulated in some ways too. It's, I, I just don't get it. Like Communicate the message effectively. And there you go. Like if you already announced your it dates, sure. No problem. You know, we'll build more hype for it with a TV ad. It's worked.
1: Let me ask you something, Chris. What's that? Let's say your family is expanding your family business. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're going to the next town. Yeah. Not even that. Because the next town can just come over. We're going a reasonable amount further away. Mm. You know, I don't know the expansion, how that works. But, so you've got the building just about figured out. Yeah. So you buy a fucking billboard on the, interst- on the interstate. Yeah with the address of your new restaurant.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: Your motherfucker restaurant ain't going to open for another six months. Yeah. Now how many people pissed off on going to be pissed off when they get there from the billboard on the interstate?
0: Oh, a lot. Everyone.
1: (laughs) And how many people would go back? Not many. It's the same premises, man. People are watching the race. They're going there to the website. Oh, can't even buy them yet.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there's I not even a list of dates him. or anything. Like, at least have a list of something. Be like, okay, you know, notify me for a pre-sale. At least get people who maybe would be interested. You know, you got it's like stats. You gauge interest that way instead of just throwing up a fucking a TV ad. Yeah, that's cool. This isn't fucking 1987.
1: Yeah. Yeah, people got a much shorter attention span nowadays.
0: Exactly. If You you've got to hook their interest somehow. Like, even if it was that, like, go to com, get, get notified for, you know, presale or something. Okay, cool, sure. Like, that would, I mean, like, kind of work if, like, someone wasn't like a GNR fan like us, and, like, we weren't, like, constantly, you know, in the know. You were like, oh, wow, well, maybe, you know, maybe get into this band whenever, you know, notified yeah. for presales or something, you know.
1: Most people don't have a GNR podcast.
0: That's true. There's only three of us.
1: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, the Daytona 500 uh, conundrum (laughs) is not the only thing we're going to talk about today.
0: Yeah. I think we finally have a name for our next season then, I think.
1: The Daytona conundrum.
0: (laughs) The Daytona incidents.
1: (laughs) The NASCAR...
0: I'd have to think about that one a nincompoopery. income poopery. I don't know. That's
2: not even
0: fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> nonsense, nonsensical bullshit. Yeah,
1: that's too many words. No, is, is the <laughs> is what it is. I just imagine you got the three stooges running this band.
0: <laughs> I mean, at this point, there's 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 at least two. They need a third one. Fernando's with Beta over there. Like,
2: what are we gonna do, there, mom? It'd <laughs>
1: <laughs> be funny if Beta talked like, "Hey, you wise guy, see?" <laughs> if who would the three stooges be in Team Brazil? We got Beta,
0: mm-hmm. Fernando. Yeah.
1: Who would the third be? Geo.
0: I don't know. Is there? Is there I feel like Geo's just understand? a guy I'm, doing
1: his job.
0: Yeah, no, he's just, a, he's just a he's just a he's just security. I wouldn't. I don't know. I'm him a stooge. He just he just takes orders. Call he's, him a stooge. I a think Lord he's just bitch. a guy. I just
1: think he's
0: a guy doing his job. Yeah, pretty much. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Anyway, uh, what else we got on the dais? What else is coming up? What are we going to talk about?
0: Uh, well, since we are getting in the ring, uh, we might as well get a little fight theme going on here. We have a couple things. I don't know what you want to start off with first.
1: Mm. That's a very good question. I think we should. Uh...
0: Hmm.
1: Let's watch the cartoon first.
0: Yeah. So uh we figured I we had this one planned for a while like when the song came up in the wheel whatever we're uh, Axl Rose, uh Axel Rose Axel Rose versus Slash in the celebrity <laughs> death match. <laughs> uh
1: this is never one of my favorite shows by the way.
0: It was all right here and there. I mean it did get revived for a little bit at one point. It was very much like a product of the 90s.
1: Yeah. I mean way, it's
0: very like edgy. And all that jazz, you know, and all that good shit. All right, go trip out.
1: So uh, we have found and will be uh, partaking in the episode of Celebrity Deathmatch. We don't know what what year would this come out. Maybe
0: Uh, somewhere in the this is in the first run, so it's probably like very late nineties, maybe like in two thousand. I don't know.
1: There you go. Sometime like that. Yeah. So, if you're uh, listening on any other platform, come over to Spotify.
0: You can watch the video over there.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm going to
1: crank it down because it sounds like shit. Yeah. There's our avatar of Axel there.
0: Yeah. Which I don't our think claim... it even looks like A little bit. I mean, like, I think they predict the future because he kind of has, like, slight dreads there.
1: <laughs> now, Slashes is pretty in.
0: Get in the ring. <laughs> Slashes drugs like, oh, god do I to do this?
1: No, nah, I think you can't see because of his hair, is the joke they're making. That
0: and the sunglasses? Yeah. <laughs> let's get it on.
1: Alright, let's see what ridiculousness we'll, uh.
0: Ooh, soupe.
1: That's oh. one of my signature moves. The twist your head till it spins around.
0: <laughs> I know that sound. It's a <laughs> drill. Oh, no, a the it's a what the. What throw in the. What the. What the. What the. What the.
1: I don't know. I feel like watching this. Like they had a good idea, but they didn't know mm. what to do with it. Yeah. Like this feels very much like a poorly written episode. By the way, are you allergic
0: to King Cobra Venom?
1: I like that he's like fucking yeah. Mary Poppins digging shit out of his head. Oh, uh, he's doing
0: the serpentine dodge and fucking <laughs> tranquilizer darts over here. Good, Bailey, but I've got oh, nobody calls him that. So look, Oh, oh wow, okay. <laughs> that is rock and
1: roll but It makes me think of um... <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't know, this would be an interesting fight. Who do you think would really win in an actual fight?
0: I don't know. Well, they, they both have to be sober, so I mean. Because Slash Drunk would automatically lose.
1: Or win. But you never know, maybe. <laughs> do one of those Mikey Whipwreck things where he happens to fall over and it knocks off a uh, guitar stack, and then the guitar stack falls on Axel. <laughs> while he drunkenly lands somewhere safe.
2: strapped to their ankle. Tradition has it that once a soldier removes it from its scabbard, he can't put it back without drawing blood, even if it's his own.
0: It's a scissors, Nick.
2: Oh, um uh, that must be a different tradition. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's cutting his hair. Why? Wow. Axel's doing
1: the, the only, let's the, uh, see, he's cutting all the slashes' hair, which was his, giving him his only, uh, uh, leg up in the match here.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> Is that what Slash looks like?
2: I
0: used to love
2: you, but now I have to kill you. pepper
0: sauce most so he took
1: his head off and he's putting hot sauce on his brain. Would that do
0: anything? I don't know. No, he's got ben- g- what are you go giving you this man a brain massage? How about I make you an I don't oh.
1: You know you have the same glands in your asshole that you have in your mouth that makes you taste spicy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can taste it and shit it out.
1: That's why it burns when you shit it out.
0: Very true. saying he's no uh. longer a hell raising rock star. He's an
1: eight year old with a hankering for ups and crap. Oh. Flash
0: made paper dolls out of Axel. Oh my god. Flash the winner. How do you do have no brain?
1: <laughs> he does a lot with no brain and all fairness.
0: Uh, yeah, that's very true.
1: <laughs> Terran Robin, man.
0: <laughs> the ultimate himbo, Saul Hudson.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but hopefully, you out there haven't scrambled your own brains too much by fucking around and not getting your taxes and shit done on time. I filed my turbo tax this year, two weeks, man. It took less than an hour to file federal and state. I got it sent out two weeks later. I had both my federal and my state. My federal actually came a week before my state did. But within two weeks, I was done. Don't have to think about taxes again. Get everything printed out, locked back up in the vault where it goes. And I mean, that's the end of my tax story. Uh, I mean, we love talking about music and we want to talk about anything but taxes. So now we don't have to. All you gotta do is uh, click the link in the description of this podcast. Go to TurboTax and uh, see see how good it feels to not think about taxes. So I promise you, it's awesome.
0: Feels pretty good.
1: Um, what is next on our list? Because um, you found another video that stars one of our good friends on the show here.
0: Yeah. Um, I believe this was sent to us by this man himself. Oh, yeah.
1: Was it? Well, let's take a let's take a look here. Let me get the video pulled up here, because apparently Vince Neil he got in a fight with one uh, Nicholas Cage.
0: Yeah, Did good friend of Juno. I I was doing research and I just noticed this now. Yeah. Uh,
1: first off, my question is: Why is Nicolas Cage hanging out with these young rock stars or these old rock stars?
0: Yeah, I think like Lil' Cube wants to be one, and he still does for some reason.
2: I mean, yeah you no. Know.
0: Yeah, it's like all these sports guys want to be rappers, rappers want to be sports guys. I think it, I think it works for like you know. Actors that were big like in the eighties and nineties.
1: Well, anyway, we're gonna take a look here at uh this video. So apparently this is Nicholas Cage. Stop. And there's there's our boy Vince Neil.
0: Yep. No. Alright, what's that? Oh, is he kissing him? Oh, maybe. <laughs> give, him, give him whisper, give him sweet nothings.
1: Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> there's the, there's the video. Let's take a, a look real close here. Yeah. So, so what did you hear about this? Like, what is the, what is the word on the street from you, Chris? Like, what have you found out about this video?
0: Um, I believe, hmm, I don't know, there's there's some uh, altercation, I guess, Vince Neil's going after, uh, I don't know, people close to GNR, I guess, somehow, seems like.
1: So he goes by, so the first one he picks is uh, somebody that can't even stand the band, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 30 years ago, he went after Izzy, now he's going after their actor friends. Oh, hang on. Oh, whoa. Yeah, phone I'm getting, off!
1: i'm getting a call hang on let's see who it is
0: all right
2: all right you guys i'm listening to your show and i just want to say a couple of things all about right, the Vince. video that you guys are talking about
0: all right mm-hmm. give us give us some deets
2: okay so if you look at the video it's clearly they're not seeing the whole story we're there we at the car and then all he does is he gives me a hug, and he's like, man, you're so cool, Vince. You're the coolest motherfucker in the world. And then this dude comes over, and he's like, hey, I want to hug Vince. And he was like, get away, Vince. He's my best friend. And <laughs> and that's what that's what actually happened. And we were just oh. hugging it out, bro-style, talking about being best friends. This guy wanted to be best friends with me, too. And then Nicholas came, and then he kind of started kissing me in the mouth a little bit. And... and yeah, that's how it that happened, man. I don't know why the media is going to twist everything and say a bunch of bullshit It's not true.
0: Oh, okay. I, if that that's okay. I i don't know why there was an exchange of swear words there. It seems like it looked slightly uh, heated. I don't know. Um,
1: it does look a little heated, Vance. Yeah.
2: Man, that's just going to get the passion of having a body there, man. You never had a friend that was just like, bro, I love you so much, man. It's because you guys don't have real friends like I do.
0: Yeah, well, they wouldn't tell you to fuck off or something when you know. It look, it looks like uh, yeah, Vince. I don't know. It looks like you like crashed a party. Look like a Florida man crashing a party that he's not even invited to. Um, I don't know what's <laughs> going on here.
1: A Florida man crashing a party.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, he's definitely looks like he's on some shit. So.
1: I mean, they 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 definitely do look like they are. Uh having a little too much of uh, whatever's going on. I tell you guys, I told you guys
2: what's going on there. It's obvious, Nicholas Cage just wants to be best friends with Vince Neil, like everybody else in the world, because I'm the coolest rock star ever. And he was like whispering in my ear, how it's like, Vince, you're so cool, you're the coolest rock star ever. And he's writing my, my favorite band, Chris Caputo's an asshole. Like he was saying all that stuff. Uh, right there, it's on video. The people you hear yelling—that's that's, the—that's the—that's the guy with the phone recording right there, in the uh, straight out of Compton, Jerry.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, if you say so, Vance. Uh, yeah, if you
0: say so, Vance. I—I don't, don't know. I don't know. I—I I feel like Nick Cage is more closer to Axel than you, though. To be honest, he was at their like big reunion show at the Troubadour, along with that guy I'm... who snuck in the washroom.
1: Yeah. Well, I hung up on him at this point good uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so i never knew that happened though for real and what were they really fighting about
0: um i like judging the, this whole tmz thing i think like um so they said like that um i think nick cage was signing like, autographs for some chick whatever and vincino pulls this chick or something mm-hmm. and they started like having it out or some shit
1: over a chick
0: yeah I, that's what it like I found the, there's a clip on, on TMZ. They talked about it like a while back.
1: Uh-oh. I believe.
0: I don't know. they're probably just something stupid. You know, Vince is probably just very drunk and doing dumb shit.
1: I'm surprised he didn't get me too over that then. <laughs> I mean, seriously, in this day and age. Yeah. can bump into somebody. It's
0: true. I mean with your are famous. Very true.
1: But uh yeah, that that was a wild uh, a wild find for the getting the ring episode.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's like we, we did theorize that Vince Neil is just really really wants that match with Axel still, and he's just going after anyone associated with GNR.
1: <laughs> We've talked about that in the past. That's funny. How far down? You know, like how far? I think it's like uh, Scotland or something that tell you how far you are from the crown.
0: Yeah, You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like that. How far you get from the crowd? That from the crown at this point, Vince is at uh, starting shit with Nicolas Cage.
0: Yeah, because he's close with the with the dude with Axel and shit.
1: I mean, in, in in two weeks he'll be fucking with us. Yeah, and then <laughs> he's showing up at Jeff's house.
0: <laughs> he's showing up at Rick Dunsworth's house, drunk. Yeah, no, he know wouldn't, find man. That. He <laughs> wouldn't
1: find that. I can promise you that.
0: You know, this man.
1: If, if he went to try to find Rick's house, he'd he'd fuck he'd get lost in yeah. get starvation in the fucking wilderness before he got there.
0: You find you maybe Christopher bitch. Because
1: even I can't find that motherfucker half the time. I have to call him and you did like, yo, bro, here's where I'm at. Tell me how to get there again.
0: <laughs> Drop a pin. man. <laughs>
1: This is bullshit. Bullshit. But, um... Yeah. What's next?
0: Uh... I mean, there's not much else we have right now. (laughs) Yeah, we don't
1: really have any other GNR news or any other rock news uh, to talk about at this point.
0: Yeah, so I guess there is a tour, but they already fumbled the bag announcing it. So.
1: Yeah. Can't wait to see how they fuck that up. Um, Yeah.
0: We get some fucking new music or something? Like, the only n- noticeable thing about that like commercial there, like the logo looked like the Guns N' Roses logo looked slightly different, kind of ish. I don't know. Hmm. Cuz it was like the same like Junar font whatever, but it had like um it looked yeah. it had, like some like black background to it. It kind of looked like kind of looked like the old Sex Pistols logo, I think.
1: Kind of like the Spaghetti Incident shit.
0: Maybe. Maybe, they maybe. had a
1: lot of. It, it looked like one of the older alternate. Yeah,
0: like, that's I've what I was thinking. Seen it
1: before, like yeah. I think it was from Spaghetti Incident or yeah, some of the promotional material for the around that time.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it definitely looks better than the, the <laughs> overused bullet logo, to be honest.
1: Yeah, yeah, not ours though. We took that motherfucker for ourselves.
0: Yeah, which I get it. Like the bull logos, you know, it's iconic, it's classic, but it's like you gotta fucking like reinvent the wheel here man i don't know just start using like the old chinese democracy logos that were never used
1: yeah they didn't use half of those did they there were like six of
0: them yeah yeah like the old two one where it had like you know in the in the sort of like chinese font and then like yeah you know the one they actually used from the album cover with like the arch and just the low the letters yeah
1: that was really cool with the wheat Mm
0: mm-hmm
1: you know, I didn't realize that was wheat on it until I was getting that motherfucker tattooed
2: on me. And then I was like,
1: huh, that is wheat. But my tattoo artist said, called it the wheat on the side. The wheat? And I was like, the what?
0: The wheat is and on the one. side?
1: And I went, oh shit, it is wheat. Oh, you know, <laughs> Good call.
0: Good, very good call, yeah.
1: I love my tat, man. Lick did a good job. Shut up. <laughs> shout out to you my dog but everybody else but the guy that did the tattoo on my back I'll punch your ass in the face I'll kick your ass I'll fucking kill you if I ever see you again
0: yeah fuck you if I thought
1: I'd get away with it Uh, (laughs) that motherfucker his ass can get in the ring get in the ring
0: get in the ring get in the ring motherfucker
1: and I'm gonna tell you something brother. brother if your ass ever come up in here Starts out all nice and smooth.
0: Yeah. I don't think this song was ever played live, which kind of sucks.
1: It's not one I've listened to very much. I think I listened to a piece of it today. Really? But I, hadn't, I hadn't heard this in years.
0: I think it's a very underrated track. I really like it.
2: So far.
1: Is that Duff singing with Axel?
0: Uh, yeah, Duff I think is on backing vocals because this okay. was originally I think Duff wrote like like the origin of the song was, was it was written something written by Duff It was originally called uh, Why You Look At Me When You Hate Me which they used for the opening line there. Um, yeah. Let and me then, pull up the facts too here. <coughs> Sorry.
1: I read somewhere that Axel uh, just butchered it, I guess, and changed it all together from what Duff had
0: made. Yeah. Uh, originally written by Duff McKagan is Why You at Me and You Hate Me. The song is a message from Guns N' Roses to the rock and roll journalists of the early 90s who, according to Axel, were spreading lies about the band for publicity and ripping off the fans with BS stories. Um, it's also notorious for its amount of swearing. Yes, we know that. Uh, what else do we have here for song facts? So, um, so we, um, in the beginning there, the chant of getting the ring. It was actually recorded um, at a concert and the early part of the Illusion Tour. Uh, so shout out to the audience at Saratoga Springs on June 10, 1991. You made it to a Guns N' Roses album.
1: Only in Guns N' Roses does the Illusion Tour begin while the album is still being recorded.
0: Yeah, well, I think at that point, it was probably still like in the mixing mastering stages. because It was released like three months after.
1: Well, obviously, uh, the, the tour was going on in a, in a position to where a new piece could be recorded and added to the uh, the mix before it came out.
0: Yeah. That, I think, yeah, so I guess they're putting like polishing touches on the song still while they said, let's just start the tour anyways, you know, build up the hype, get some money to finish the shit off.
1: But that's cool to me, though, you know, that they, they were able to do that. That, to me, is really neat, so... <clears throat> i mean that's the that's the power of having management
0: yeah good management because at least then you could at least get at least a single or two get get the hype rolling
2: yeah
1: I mean I'm enjoying it so far. Is is,
0: is
1: is Izzy is involved in this at all?
0: Yeah, so he this was this was well yeah, he was part of the Illusions albums. He wasn't credited as a writer though. That was uh Axel Duff and Slash are credited as writers on the song.
1: Okay. if uh, we get some lyrics
0: in okay yeah I'll start from uh, the first verse here Uh, so why you look at me when you hate me why should I look at you when you make me hate me too oh sorry make me hate you too damn it script the lyrics Uh, (laughs) I sense a smell of retribution in the air I don't even understand why the fuck you even care and I don't need your jealousy yeah why drag me down in your misery Bitch. Bitch. Um, we'll All get right. more into it and I'll read some more lyrics after.
1: All right. I, I'll save my thoughts for my
0: yeah. final thoughts. are talking about? Myself.
2: just like I got my I got be nice. i my
1: Okay, so this is uh this is a uh Reminded me of a companion piece to "You Could Be Mine,"
0: in a way, kind of, yeah.
1: I'm getting some very "You Could Be Mine" vibes. I feel like the things that this song does right,
0: mm-hmm.
1: "You You Could Be Mine" also does right. Yeah, in so. a
0: way. Yeah, yeah, they're both very like hard, heavier, uh, sort of rock songs. Yeah, in a way, um, both about like different things, but. I think very good in their own ways.
1: Uh, what? Why don't you read us that uh, That Axel sounds like a robot part?
0: Okay, so that's the bridge there. Um, so he goes, you got your bitches with the silicone injections, crystal meth, and yeast infections. Bleached blonde hair, collagen, and lip injections. Who are you to criticize my intentions? Got your subtle, manipulative devices, just like you. I got my vices. I got a thought that would be nice. I'd like to crush your head tight in my vice. Hmm. Kind of like a little All rappery right. there. Interesting.
1: Good fuck with me, I'll fuck your mother.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe there's some unused lyrics from a taste good donut. <laughs> Who knows?
1: This whole song is just a big Frankenstein. It would make sense. It kind of sounds like it would be a big Frankenstein.
0: Kind cover. of, yeah. We're not even
1: halfway through this either. Yeah. Well, we're
0: there. we're right about to get to the best part too, the uh, the dis the the diss track part of it. So
1: yeah, we've got some facts coming after that. So let's mm-hmm. get to the next section, I guess. <laughs>
2: Here we go. That goes for all you punks in the press that want to start shit by printing lines instead of the things we said. That means you Andy says you a hit parader, Circus Magazine, Nick Wall at Kerrang, Bob Guccione Jr. at Spin, what you pissed off because your dad gets more pussy than you? <laughs> Fuck you! Suck my fucking dick! You be ripping off the fucking kids while they be paying their hard-earned money to read about the bands they want to know about? Prison lies, starting controversy. you want to antagonize me? Antagonize me, motherfucker! Get motherfucker, and I'll kick your bitchy
1: little ass, punk. Okay, I think we can hit pause for a minute. Yeah. So, let's look at some of the people that was uh, named here. Yeah. And uh, called out in this section.
0: Yeah, so he calls out um, Andy Satcher at Hip Raider Magazine. He calls out the entirety of Circus Magazine. Uh, Mick Wall, who wrote for Kerrang! Magazine. I think also wrote like a, a book about Cousin roses as well. I don't know if it was around this time or, or after, way after, huh? Which is interesting. And uh, I think he saved probably the best for last. Uh, <laughs> Bob Bob Guccione Jr. Um, yeah, who's the uh, the son of the Bob Guccione Sr. I guess who's the founder of Penthouse. Was it Penthouse? Oh, okay.
1: I be- I, no, that was Larry Flint. No, 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 no. I don't know. No. Larry Flint was hustler.
0: Let me see I don't remember.
1: i not to do. Uh, I will say, though, uh, I've got yeah. this.
0: Yeah, Bob Guccione Jr. father was the founder of Penthouse. And he made the joke, oh, his dad, your dad gets more pussy than you because he basically wrote like a competitor to Playboy. Okay. And the best part is like Bob Guccione Jr. is like, yeah, I'll do it. And then uh, Axel finds out he, he knows karate, yeah. and he's like, nah. Well,
1: <laughs> let me read this part. That's the part I'm getting to. Yeah. This came from uh, HoustonPress.com is the website I'm reading it, uh, this segment from. So according to an article on HoustonPress.com, shortly after uh, Use Your Illusion 2's release, Bob Guccione, am I saying that right? I believe Bob...
0: it's Guccione. I'm going to say up yeah, but Guccione, Guccione is, is uh, muy bueno italiano.
1: uh so he sends a letter to axel accepting his challenge leaving it up to the singer to name a time place and a ring which would be gotten into axel never responded in all likelihood after finding out that Guccione had uh, nine years of fight training <laughs> While Axel's own combat experiences was lim- uh, experience was limited to punching unruly fans as they were being <laughs> dragged away by security guards,
0: <laughs> which is like hilarious, but like also <laughs> cold blooded. <dude>. Yeah. <laughs> oh He's man, cold fucking blooded, bro.
1: <laughs> but yeah, what are the what are the odds, though, that you know? You, 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 but uh, what was his problem with uh, Hit Parader and uh, Circus Magazine and Kerrang? Um, what was
0: I guess maybe like with Hit Parader and Circus? I think they probably wrote some shit that he thought was untrue about the band, or probably just, I guess, with like the reporting of their stuff. Um, but I can tell you about the whole Mick Wall thing. Um,
1: okay, tell me about that. Uh,
0: so at the time of the song's release, Mick Wall of Kerrang was thought to have been mentioned because of his book Guns and Roses, the most dangerous band in the world. Which is a no bar collection of interviews and stories about the band, uh, but Mick Wall denies this. Claims the real reason was an interview he conducted in early 1990 that included Rose's threat to harm our so-called friend Vince Neil and Motley Crue after an incident involving, you know, the the thing with Neil's wife and Izzy Stratlin.
2: Huh.
0: So that's why I guess maybe Axel was like, I am mad or whatever, but like. Sure was legit, man. Uh, That would have been a great pay-per-view. Eddie Van Halen put money aside to (laughs) to have that to happen. That's the best fucking part, dude.
1: I would have watched that fight. The
0: whole thing. Eddie Van Halen's like, yeah, I'll put up money. We'll get this shit on pay-per-view, man. I would have paid 50 bucks for that. Hell Yeah.
1: Yeah. And dude, some some boxing promoter would have picked that up, would have been super safe with it, and we could have made some money. Everybody dude, I would have. Yeah,
0: it would have been like the predecessor to what you get now with these like you know YouTube celebrities doing like boxing cards and shit. That would have been like well, the originator of that.
1: The reason a lot of that shit happens now is because wrestling got popular in the nineties and in the two thousands. We all grew up and started looking at how that worked on the inside.
0: Not mm-hmm. only
1: that, but also how movies worked and things like that. And we and. Yeah then a whole generation of us figured out how to accomplish these things at home on our Mm. own computers and make our own content and that's why youtube is a thing yeah so like all of that um is is better today because see when the one thing that they've discovered today is that it's always a better story when somebody's willing to do the job exactly and back then, I don't think nobody was willing to do the job, but today somebody will do the job. Look at that Tanakashi 6 9, whatever. Yeah. That's a motherfucker that did the job to get the story.
0: Dude, you're just literally popular for being a snitch.
1: <laughs> I don't believe none of that, dude. I have a hard time believing any of that shit, just about yeah. it. There's so much I don't believe is true. I think everything has like a little bit of truth to it. Oh,
0: for sure. But they embellish it and like make it their own fucking thing, you know? Yeah. Like, that's what, like, dude, all the stuff, boxing, MMA has taken inspiration from pro wrestling. Like, you see at the press conferences, all they hype up fights and shit. Also, it's like, yeah, we're two dudes who just want to beat up each other. No, you got to you sell fights, you got to put some hate in there.
1: Yeah. Well, that's they it, keep man. saying, I keep hearing the footballs, rigged because everybody's mad that my boys, the Chiefs, beat them as bad as they did. Which I'd yeah. have been mad if I got beat by the Chiefs, too.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But... uh the anyway, whole
0: script, brother. Who knows? I mean, maybe. I, think,
1: I, I don't see how that would work with football, though, because you have to catch the ball. You have to. There's too many people that yeah. have to be in just the right place at just the right time for these things you're scripting to work to actually work. But
0: Unless the refs are all calling the match on the fly. It Earpieces. would just be. Your pieces.
1: Well, there would be so many people that would have to be in on it and trained and stuff like that on how to do it this way. Yeah. That it'd just be easier and cheaper. And you'd make just as much money to just let them play football.
0: Exactly. At this point. Like, so that's why, like, yeah.
1: that's why like sports, I don't know. Baseball's the same way. Mm-hmm. Well, baseball is a little, that one would be a little easier, I think, but you yeah, get you run I'm this saying. play.
0: This team runs that whatever opposite or something, you know, there's, there's always, there's a, some sort of fuckery and like rigged rigged bullshit in some, in all sports, even though, even if it's a fraction, there's always something.
1: They're all always, yeah, well, I oh, mean a lot is, of it too is human error
0: that that's too, but like all these all these sports uh, these uh leagues and stuff are technically corporations or business businesses at the end of the day, and you know more ratings, more you know ad revenue dollars and whatever the network's gonna get more, so that's what it really is then at the end of the day, if you can make this scuppy money though it'll keep you on top for as long as possible,
1: yeah. Oh, was you done with your, uh, with the Mick Wall story?
0: Um, oh, there's a little, actually, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, okay. So, shall we move on? Uh, yeah. Let's,
0: the get, song? Let's, get, yeah let's get more into the song.
1: it would make a great stage jam oh hell yeah (laughs)
2: Axel?
1: <laughs> it's making me think of a musical like Grease, and these are the bad guys.
0: Yeah, and it's your, like uh, the media musical. is all against me, bro. Yeah.
1: Okay, think about the movie Grease, right? And it's mm. like a musical. These yeah. are the bad guys, and the reason you know they're the bad guys is because they're wearing black leather jackets or sunshades or something. Yeah, and like that's the only thing. So the bad guys are coming in, and they're like, uh, "Oh yeah, you may not like integrity, we build world." You know, <laughs> like yeah. In my head, I was imputing. I was in, that. That was a very easy thing to imagine. Was this yeah, was one of those kind? stuff.
0: I can kind of see that too. Definitely. You know, where it's like, you know, Axel versus the media, the musical. (laughs) Yeah. That'd make for a good one, actually. Because
1: it's even got this bullshit in it. Listen to this. Oh, yeah. Mine. Just do some math. What's 850 divided by six?
0: What was it? Five members? Or actually, yeah. Well, Dizzy Reed was there. So it'd be by six, right? Yeah. Divided by six. Uh, was 141.66, whatever it keeps going on. So, so round up to 142.
1: 142. Okay. I don't go. You know what? That's fair. Okay. I can see each of those guys averaging at about 142 pounds. Yeah. With all the like,
0: they did, they're probably like. Duff. Well,
1: Axel will be a lot less, but then like yeah. uh, Dizzy would probably weigh a little more than Axel. I feel like Duff always kind of had a little bit of muscle to him.
0: Oh yeah, a tall boy with a six pack, really. Yeah.
1: Okay. I was trying, I was checking his math. All right.
0: All right. Pretty- it kind of checks out. <laughs>
1: Turns out the math kind of maths. Okay. Well, it's kind of hard to get in the ring when there's a whole piano in there. could you maybe scoot that up the no. <laughs>
0: This
1: is the part easy wrote.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this
2: song is dedicated to all the guns and fucking Roses fans that stuck with it through all the fucking shit and to all those opposed... Well... <laughs> yeah.
0: drunk slash to end off your song yeah I, I guess that was a fair trade off Act was like listen you can get drunk and end the song off I do my world and that's it
1: <laughs> I've am i I'm got to tell you uh, I have not seen this much before mm-hmm. but I was uh, not disappointed uh, Who who's going first this week I'll uh, let you go time. first this week all right, I'll give my final thoughts. Uh, what I what I was thinking was,, uh, I, I really like the instrumental, and I think it would make a great jam, like between songs where Axel takes a break or, or something. And even if you had like one of those guest singers, like maybe even you could get Sebastian to come in and sing for a minute or some shit. Mm-hmm. like that, okay. uh, that, that that's okay. Um, but like lyrically and stuff like that, I feel like it's 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 it's. I'm being. I feel like I'm being too critical, but I like. I wouldn't give a Duff song with these kind of lyrics a high rating at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would hurt it. So I've got to be fair on the lyrics. The lyrics are not the best, but I think yeah. this is more supposed to be a montage of. Uh, I think it's more supposed to be like a montage of different things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it didn't feel like I was listening to a song. It felt like I was listening to a montage, of. Here's here's this thing that happened. Here's our opinion on it. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you.
0: Yeah, it was basically like just it was like a call out track almost, like, axel channeling his inner like sort of like yeah um, early '90s rapper where they just like diss each other. And I think that's like kind of unique because you never really hear of shit like this in rock. It's more like thin veiled like line one line jabs or something in a song.
1: But they also did a good job of world building. Like uh, mm-hmm. when they were in the ring and the ring announcers announcing and you hear the crowd cheering and the ding ding and shit like it, you know, yeah. they, 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 I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it three stars. I'm okay. going to stop at three. I'm going to give it three stars. It's not my favorite by any stretch of the imagination. But it's also not my least favorite. I get what it is, and it felt and for a, a montage, it was a fun journey. It was a fun yeah. journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't want I, I wouldn't really want to ride down the road and listen to this. I want to be able to sing along with the shit that's going on on the on the radio.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't know for a road trip. and driving by myself. It'd be it'd probably be a cool that could work too. I don't know. It gets three stars. It's not one of my favorites. I'll probably not intentionally go visit it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I think.
0: All right. All right. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm like more glowing about this track. I love this song. Um, just because it's just like it's Axel being Axel. I guess at that time, like in the '90s, he was like, I don't give a fuck. I'll you know will I'll fight anyone, whatever. I'm a, a BMF. Um, <laughs> in that kind of vein. Um, I do like this song. It's it's. I feel like it's a very like underrated song from the Illusions album. Like people are kind of like shit on this song. Yeah, I can see why. Maybe it doesn't really age well. But I feel like if you replace certain things in that little like part, or whatever, you could literally apply it to a lot of other things. You know, fuck this person, that whatever. You, you know, replace some shit there. And you can make a more modern version of this song in a way um, that doesn't apply to like music journalists in the early '90s. Um, I do like the song though. I like it it's it's a good song. It's like something like like something I listen to if I'm like you know like it's in that mood or I'm like I just want like be, like pissed off and like fight a motherfucker. You just put this on, kind of, just, yeah, like, you up or like it takes to another level. Um, even if I'm not even, even if I'm just in a good mood, just put this on and just to, just to fucking yell, suck my fucking dick, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> so like I if, there's a few other songs too on, on, on uh the second user illusion which are a little uh interesting to say the least um be, being a young and listening to Shotgun Blues to, uh I laugh my ass off when Axel says <laughs> you can suck my ass I was like oh that's pretty funny <laughs> um yeah me, I, yeah Axel's
1: cussing was very awesome when we were little
0: yeah this is funny it's like wait how do you suck an ass and now now you're now i'm like almost 30 i'm like yeah everyone's obsessed with asses nowadays it's just <laughs> that's just society now we're all we're all, we're all ass men somehow uh, billy gunn paved the way in 90s so, yeah it's <laughs> a good way to be uh, yeah dude for me though i really like the song it's definitely one of my favorites from this the, the illusions both the, the double albums especially from um, this this second illusion. Even though I would still, I'm still very much user illusion one kind of guy. Like this is still one of the ones I always go to from user illusion two. So for me, it's, it's gonna get a very high one. I'm gonna go five out of five just because I love it and it's just like oh, it's a, shit. Good, it's a good song to be like you just want to kick someone's fucking ass. And you're in the you're in that mood. You just put crank this shit up on on driving. This yeah. is a song <laughs> That's the five star cheer. Slash solo too. <laughs> it's a great slash solo. I love the guitar work on this song too. Everything about it. The intro is great. Um, yeah, I I can I do see your point too where it's like very montage y in a way. Like where it's I don't hate it for you know, that. I don't hate that. Yeah. But like I feel like it has a it has a definite intro. It goes into its own thing, sort of the main riff. it's it's, it's very different. It's not like, you know, verse, chorus, verse, there's like all the stuff and then the big thing where he just calls everyone out. I think I love it.
2: I
1: think too, what would, I think it's kind of like a movie Mm -hmm. to where like, maybe I would want to see it again, but it it would have to, it wouldn't be an everyday. Like I would get sick of this quick.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here and there. You need a little dose of uh you wanna go you want to fight a motherfucker? That's it. You know, put on get in the ring.
1: Or you know, if you're doing steroids and going to the gym, whatever.
0: Exactly. You or if you're you. really, or if uh your tax is really pissing you off, you're to say, Mr. IRS man, get in the ring. You wanna antagonize yeah. me? You wanna antagonize me? <laughs> antagonize yeah, you motherfucker.
1: That's right. <laughs> so uh get turbo tax and uh yeah, that'll be you can be the Axl Rose beating up the IRS. Yeah, and make I those taxes suck your motherfucking dick. Yeah, tell the IRS <laughs> to suck your dick. By
0: suck my clicking fucking the link dick. In the
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the way he says it. It's like so casual. Suck my fucking dick.
1: You want to find out what we're doing next
0: week? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's see who's gonna get in the ring next week here on Guns and Radio.
1: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of surreal that we've passed getting the ring because of the fact that we've you know had kind of something planned for so long
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right.
1: Well, we'll spin it. So we're getting next.
2: Highway Zero is he straddling?
1: Thank you, Ice T.
0: Yes. Good man. Good. All of Ice
1: T picks our uh, songs now.
0: Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Law and Order SV. Yeah,
1: that's Robo Ice Tea. Yes. <laughs> Somebody photoshopped me a Robo Cop with Ice Tea's face and the human.
0: Ooh. Photoshop thing. challenge for all you you crazy yeah. folks out there. <laughs>
1: Motherfucker died and he still had to go to work.
0: He's like the he's like the Dante of uh, action heroes. <laughs> I'm not even not supposed to be here today. today. <laughs> I just found all my girlfriends like 37 dicks. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I still have yet to see clerks three. I gotta check that out actually.
1: Oh man, I I, I wonder how old Alexa, when was the 37th anniversary of Clerks?
2: From Wikipedia.org. The film was given a special advance screening at San Diego comic con on July 20th, 2019 in celebration of the 25th anniversary of the release of clerks.
1: Oh, okay. Alexa, stop. Um, what year was clerks released?
0: Ninety five.
1: I don't know. We'll figure this out after the show.
0: I believe it was 95.
1: You know, we talked about doing a, uh, a movie Special uh spinoff podcast. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good one to watch. Oh good yeah, players.
0: yeah. I'm down for some Kevin Smith movies. he's, a, I like, I like a lot of his stuff.
1: Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. But next week is
0: what was it again? Highway Zero. Highway Zero is. Is, is there an actual highway that's actually zero? It's, I don't know. Uh, well, you'll have to find out next week
1: by coming back here to the Guns and Radio yeah. podcast. Be sure to go over to Shotcast Saturday. Are we done with this Duff McKagan shit over there yet? This
0: Saturday is the finale of our uh, Tender Loving Duff Month. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Duff Month, yes. The finale is this Saturday. Uh, we're ending off uh, the month of February over on Shotcast, our little Duff Month, uh, coming through slowly But Shirley, uh, the song from Tenderness. We're ending it off with uh, one I've actually listened to like two or three times uh, Chip Away. We're going to be ending that off this Saturday. So check out that, a review of Chip Away by Duff McKagan. Now, you um, promised
1: me you like this song.
0: Yeah, this was actually not bad on my first couple listens. I haven't listened to this in a while, though. But I listened and This was like, the one song I listened to when this album first came out. I just, like, picked like, whatever from it. These so.
1: last three weeks, we've got through the song so quick because I just turn it down and ignore it after a while because it's so boring.
0: Last week's, what for me, wasn't too bad it wasn't amazing but it wasn't too bad the week before that was fucking horrible yeah
1: will frost be joining us again i didn't think to ask him
0: we'll see if 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 we uh send the invitation over maybe who knows
1: uh well to be continued i guess
0: to be found and out then, this saturday on the yeah. finale of tender loving Month on broadcast saturday come on Nova. oh my god shit Come on, Nova. Come Speaking of Nova shoes, Nova, guys, baby.
1: next time you go buy shoes, trust me, buy this brand. Hi,
0: right, Dad. Sad. Hey,
1: dude. I I happened to stumble across these accidentally. And, yes, the most comfortable shoe I've ever put on.
0: Oh, We're yeah. not getting it's paid hey, for that, by the way. No. It's Hey, uh, Dude, not Hey, Jude. Fuck that's you, Paul McCartney.
1: right. Yeah, don't buy the Hey, Jude. Those are, those are the bootleg ones on the... Uh, <laughs> They sell on Wish.
0: They would get sued instantly.
1: <laughs> uh, well, folks, that's going to do it for this edition of the Guns Radio podcast. Be sure to come back and go over to our Discord. Head over to GunsRadio.com and get your invite to our Discord where you can go and leave your opinion on... Uh, talk to What do you think about getting the ring? Let us know your thoughts on it. We'd be yeah. interested to, uh, to hear your opinion on the matter. And okay. also... Be sure to come back on Monday and on Saturday. As always, we're getting back in some Izzy Stradlin, and it is going to be awesome. So until next time, I'm Dusty
0: Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you guys Saturday, the finale of Tender Loving Doth Month. And next week, some more Izzy Stradlin. Until then, guys, stay safe. Peace out. We'll see you on the next one. Deuces.
2: Woo. Get your dick.